Welcome back to another episode of Tips and Tricks with your favorite destination coach, Danielle Shelton. So we've been working through our trauma. We've been working through our boundaries. We've set some boundaries. We have some things in place. And now we're digging deep and we're looking at how we conduct ourselves and we're looking at our relationships and we're figuring out, okay, what triggers me um, and how can I not um, just pull in all of my triggers? Because sometimes we're attracted to our triggers, believe it or not. I know people think that's crazy. Like, why would you want to be triggered? But our triggers are comfortable. Like when you grow up in dysfunction, dysfunction is comfortable. And when you see something that's not dysfunctional, it's like, what is this? It's new. It's foreign. You have to like learn. And one of the things that becomes frustrating for a lot of people is that the only thing that they knew how to do is be dysfunctional. And now I have to learn how to do something completely different. And now I I have to learn how to not be dysfunctional. (sighs) So people struggle. And sometimes what we end up doing is we end up doubling back to dysfunction. So believe it or not, we are attracted to our triggers. So this is one of the things that I really wanted to to kind of harp on during this episode, because I want us to be um, hyper aware of the things that trigger us. And if we are putting ourselves purposely in situations to be triggered, I'm going to give you an example. People who do the negative self-talk, um, I am surrounded. Well, I'm not going to say surrounded. I know someone who always says, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I don't need a man to do this. I don't need a man to do that. I don't need a man to do anything. I'm self-made. I make this amount of money. I have this career. There's nothing that another person can do for me. And you know what another person can do for them? Love them unconditionally because they're looking for it, but they are so attracted to their trigger what they have told themselves is they don't need another person, right? So anytime another person gets close, there is a way to sabotage that. And the first way we sabotage relationships is by choosing the wrong people to be in relationship with. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Then we're like, this is why I don't deal with people. This is why I say I don't need somebody. This is why I don't need a man. Well, why would we choose the one guy that's not working, that's like not independent, that, you know, requires all of your time and all of your attention? Why choose that guy? Why not choose the guy that's working beside you or in your field? Somebody who's your equal. You know why you didn't choose your equal? Because you're not attracted to your equal. You're attracted to your trigger and your trigger says you should find the guy that's going to reinforce everything in you that says, I don't need him. Isn't that amazing? Like mind blown at how we are so attracted to the things that are not good for us and the things that are good for us. It's really hard for us to hold on to them and keep them around. It's like... So I believe in positive self-talk and I believe in actualizing what it is that we want. 
So here's what I want you guys to do. This is an assignment, right? You got some more homework from me. I want you to look in your life and find one thing, just one thing, not something real deep, but one thing that triggers you. And then look at how many situations you put yourself in that is connected to that trigger. That's all I want you to do. Just identify it. I don't want you to write anything down. I just want you to make yourself aware. If having a trigger, I'm just going to say this. I was stung by like a swarm of bees, right? So (laughs) a while back and I walked away with nine bee stings and it made me, it gave me like a certain level of like PTSD when it comes to like buzzing bugs. So I, I do have a level and I acknowledge it, right? And I used that for a long time to stop working out outside. I was like, I'm not going to work out outside because there, there's wildlife out there. There are bees out there. Um, and then I started to figure out like, yeah, they exist. Yes, they're outside, but there are some places where there is more of them than others. So how about instead of picking places like parks that are very woody and places like, I don't know, butterfly world that has lots of flowers that need to be pollinated. How about instead of picking places to work out in that definitely have a bee population, How about you just don't pick those places? So I gave myself permission to disconnect from my PTSD and to disconnect from my trigger. I just purposely don't work out in places where the insect population may be a little bit higher, right? So I work out indoors. I still work out outside, but I'm conscious now of my outdoors and where I go and where I choose to work out. I think that's important. We have to do that with life. I'm just talking about bugs, but we have real life issues. And for a lot of us, we do a lot of the self negative self-talk and negative actualizing. So we actualize negativity. We'll say something like, I'm never going to get that job or I'm never going to go to school or they don't love me or that like we say these negative things to ourselves and we say them to ourselves over and over again, or we'll convince ourselves my family doesn't care about me. They don't love me. And then we isolate ourselves. We purposely put ourselves in situations so that we will not be loved. We'll say nobody wants me around and then we'll go in the corner and not be around. (laughs) right we're reinforcing our triggers so if your trigger is loneliness and depression then you can't be attracted to dark rooms and sleep all day right like we have to learn how to take charge of our lives and if my trigger is a dark room then you know what I'm going to choose not a dark room because that would be comfortable sitting in a dark room would be comfortable coming home and going to sleep that would be comfortable That's what I'm not going to choose. What I am going to choose is sunlight. What I am going to choose is activities. What I am going to choose is people who are positive. What I am going to choose is anything other than being in a dark room and being in my bed. Because being in a dark room and being in my bed, you know what that does? That reinforces my depression and it reinforces my loneliness and it reinforces the fact that 
I don't need anybody and no one cares for me. It reinforces that. And that's such a comfortable spot. Because guess what? Once we tell ourselves that I have to do something, you mean I have to leave my room? You mean I have to like turn a light on? You mean I have to become active in other people's lives? Once you remove yourself from the trigger and once you remove yourself from the excuses, now there's action. Action is there. Now you got to do something. And that's where we get stuck. We get stuck in the do something. I'm going to stop here. All I want you guys to do is one, take note of your triggers and just see how many situations you have that are directly connected to your trigger. That's your homework. On the next episode of Tips and Tricks, we're going to try to find some strategies and some ways to help us be disconnected from those things that trigger us and to help us move forward in action. All right. That is the goal. The goal is to move beyond where we currently are. This has been another episode of Tips and Tricks with your favorite destination coach, Danielle Shelton. See you guys later.